Hey crew, we wanted to let you know before the show starts that we have some new ways to support the show. That's right. Not only have we been streaming regularly at twitch.tv slash yayotalkshow, which has included Rowdy Games of Uno, Smasher Pass, where you, the viewer, can push us further on our reasoning as to why we chose one or the other, and other moments that live exclusively on that Twitch, but also... We've opened up a Yayo Talk Show merch store. Either look in the description of this episode for the link or go to tinyurl.com slash yytshop to pick up a variety of cool stuff featuring art from our very own Molly Flood and Al McClellan Jr. Good luck spelling that one. Yeah! Um, <laughs> Molly and I are going to be working on updating the store with new designs and new products as frequently as we can. <laughs> If you want to be the first person to hear about new designs, make sure you're following us either on our Twitch or on Twitter at Yayo Talk Show. We'd probably still be doing all of this whether we had the show or not, but we're happy that you've made the decision to join us. Whether you're a new fan like Caden or been with it for decades like the rest of us, we're happy to have you here. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. Yo! Yayo Talk Show! Don't give it up, Molly. Dreamin'. Don't give it up, Marco. Dreamin'. Don't give it up, Caden. Don't give it up. They talk about the show. This group of four friends been going for a million years. There's no end. Watching every arc and saga. No sleep. It's the king of anime. One thousand episodes deep. Yayo, yayo, yayo. Talk show. Talking about One Piece. It's the name of the podcast. We're not on by. What's up, wenches, privateers, and non-binary buccaneers? Welcome aboard the most chaotic One Piece podcast on the Grand Line Internet. Okay, here's the plan. First, we tell the listeners about a completely legal way to watch One Piece film gold. While they're distracted for the two-hour runtime, that's when we all take our positions. First, Captain Molly, we're going to need you to distract by letting loose a stream of cursing that is going to be all off screen so that I don't have to censor it. Sound good? Yes. Then it's your turn, Caden. <laughs> Using the powers of your step-a-step-a-on-me devil fruit to incapacitate the security guards. Got it? Got it. Al, we're going to need your Laughborg abilities to quietly incorporate turns of phrase in the background. And while <laughs> while all of this is happening, to catch everyone off guard. Think you can manage? Uh, I, I can't be put on the spot like this. Good. Now, I'm sure you're all wondering, Bonesman, what are you going to do? <laughs> It's simple. I'm going to blast Frankie's theme song from every available speaker and give everyone an existential crisis. Oh, God. We all have our jobs. If we do them well, then we're all going to walk away from today richer. But more importantly, we're going to get even closer as a crew, as a fleet, and as friends. Let's yo! That was my intro. Did you like it? Do, do you think he gets paid more for this? God, I wish. <laughs> hey, in case you didn't get it, we're talking about One Piece Film Gold today. This is why we can never stick to a script. Immediate, the second you start doing it, I couldn't stop laughing. Well, I also can't stick to a script because I can't read. But other yeah, than that... The voice think, actor's curse. We can't read and we can't, we can't talk. We have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> uh, welcome into the show, everybody. Um, thankfully, we're in the era of films where they're a little bit more readily accessible, accessible. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't watched the movie yet and you're just listening in for the for the the lulls um 
I think even without going into the movie very much, if if you haven't seen this movie, go watch this movie. This was fun as hell yeah. And, yeah. and really just good. This is a great One Piece story, a great story with a lot of great elements. Um, the Blu-ray and the DVD is super available. Um, I'm sure you can stream this in multiple places. I you can. Automation. You absolutely can. Uh, I was. Uh, I watched it on uh, on Amazon. It was easy to rent um, and uh, super accessible. This is one of the the ones that absolutely is just available. You can get it on, I believe, the Microsoft Store and on Amazon. Mm. You can buy it and rent it. Wow. So there you are. Ab- absolutely also, do it. Heist it. I mean, I don't go I mean, online. Legally, go to a, a legal, a legal way to purchase it, rent it, and say we're in. <laughs> Here's the elaborate plan: we're going to rent the movie. We're gonna Google we're where gonna we can watch, watch it. it. <laughs> we're gonna Maybe Google where we can legally stream it. Yeah, Goodness at the same gracious. time, steal the popcorn, rent the movie. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. You got to stick it to big corn, everybody. <laughs> Especially if you're watching in America. Absolutely. Stick it to big corn, baby. Um, and I think, you know, usually when we when we get to movies that we all generally like, we're not going to go beat by beat because there's a lot of stuff to enjoy. And we really want you to go watch this movie before listening mm-hmm. to us talk about it. So we're just going to gush about this movie for however long and mm-hmm. talk about some some implications where this would fit blah 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 you know our normal bullshit you've listened to the show before right <laughs> wait what hmm? this is a show hey, <laughs> can i can i start can i start this can i, I would start love for this you real quick? cool uh you know somebody who's already in this movie personally we know two people that are already in this movie personally well well, yes. Well, not and all. Well, not not all. Well, let me scene. let me rephrase. Let me. Re- yeah, that's true. That's true. You do. Um, let me rephrase. Every single one of us here knows at least one person. Sorry, Al. Uh, <laughs> personally, and <laughs> and most of us know at least two people, and one of us knows a lot more. Um, How but that's not who could who could it be? Who could, who could dot, it be? Dot, dot. Um, but You're building a mystery. We'll never tell. Uh, shout out to to Brie Brian Olvera, who voices uh, Kent Beef Junior in this, and of there course, there are so many good names in this movie. Oh, yeah. Kent Beef Junior yeah. is the best name in this movie, and the other one, the other one, yes, as as Molly so so affectionately <laughs> affectionately calls him, uh, All Might's friend, Alejandro Saab. Uh, Jimmy Myers uh, is the voice of Jimmy Myers in this film. So shout out, cuz. Yeah, the cast rules. Uh, Like, the characters are really fun. Amber Lee Connors' Baccarat is amazing. What a great (laughs) choice. Um, Damon Damon Mills is Tanaka, who rules. (laughs) Since, Since we're talking about the cast, I would love to bring up our main villain, Guild Tesoro, mm-hmm. who is voiced by in in the the original Japanese, voiced mm-hmm. by Yamaji Kazuhiro, who is an absolute legend. 
and uh, does a lot of live action dubbing for Jason Statham, Hugh Jackman, Russell Crowe, <laughs> Sean Penn, Al Pacino, Willem Dafoe, mm-hmm. Christoph Waltz, Benicio <laughs> Del Toro, Gary Oldman, Kevin Bacon, Viggo oh Mortensen, God. Nicolas Cage. Amazing. Um, and if you're if for whatever reason you've continued listening to the show without uh, going back and watching the movie, uh, he also plays Henry Henderson in Spy Family, <laughs> the dude with the, the the long gray hair, like the headmaster at the school. And I absolutely, I was hanging off of every word with I, amazing performance, commanded the screen every time he was on it remarkable performances i mean like what if you crossed the devil with elvis <laughs> delvis if you will delvis, yeah. <laughs> delvis. <laughs> with joe pesci's hate of laughter <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that's another thing. like what a and a great combination of like famous casino movie villains on top of it and also generally capitalism like there's there's so much like dense political uh, American themes in this one. Mm-hmm. A lot. And and it's so easy. If if you have no uh if you have no connection to the Straw Hat Pirates and you're just watching this movie in, in the theaters or at home or whatever, it is impossible not to immediately get on their side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh so so if we're if we're talking if we're talking the the OG Japanese voice. You know, uh, Yamaji Kazahiro, great legend. And for the dub, the wonderful Keith Silverstein, mm-hmm. who uh, people might know as Speedwagon in JoJo, Zhongli in Genshin, uh, Goshin in uh, Beastars, and so many other things. Uh, he was Zack in Dead or Alive, Vector the Crocodile. Vector the Crocodile. Yos, uh, he was uh, Lupin uh, in the uh, Gemon's Blood Spray movie. Um, he was also uh, very appropriately, uh, as far as uh, Guild Tesoro and like, you know, similar vibes, Chairman Rose in Pokemon Twilight Wings. Uh, and uh, let's see, N in Dorohidoro, like he's so good. Um, oh wait, that reminded me. You just yeah. reminded me. Um, oh, he's also he's also uh, Dulcim now in Street Fighter. Oh, that's so, great. Y- he's he's really great. So, um, uh, give him a Yamaji. Also voiced another character in One Piece, and thankfully he had an opportunity to <laughs> to redeem himself. Oh, because he was the voice of Mister Pink. <laughs> oh, that's a, he's a like, hey can uh, i have a real part please <laughs> yes uh yamaji kosohiro is also hit in db super mm-hmm. um he rules he's like also like all over the yakuza series he was sid in advent children um i think and maybe i'm wrong uh mark you might need to fact check me on this he i think he's the voice uh the the dub voice of darth maul Mm. <laughs> He's gonna check. He's checking. I'm checking. I'm checking. You can see him checking. About it. Type in Darth Maul. No, I'm not seeing no, it. No, I'm 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 right. And no, I'm gonna I'm double checking. <laughs> I did control F on his on Wikipedia where? page. On his Wikipedia page? No, they don't keep that shit on Wikipedia. You know they don't. <sighs> but can we say shit? Is that no, something we can do? Is, is that something I can do? Is that, am, is that in the back secret room? A gold is dome. That, is possibly. that is that a, 
No, yeah. Star Wars, episode one, The Phantom Menace. Thank you, BehindTheVoiceActors.com. Darth Maul, yo, thank you. I win. Ten points for me. Con- there's no Ten points for me. Give me- right. Yes, it is. We're, we're gambling. Play, play we're the in the laugh. casino. <laughs> I just a Robin laugh, Mark. God, please help. <laughs> Where's my point? <laughs> we got so off the, the bloody rails. Let's talk about how much we love this movie. Not until I get my 400 <laughs> quat loose. Th- all right, then you can leave. <laughs> <laughs> What's the American dollar ratio to whatever the hell Keaton just said? <laughs> the dollar to quat loo ratio? You'll have to ask Star Trek. Okay, here I go. <laughs> Calling up Mr. Star Trek. Um, yeah, I like this movie. I-, I had seen it a long time ago. Like, I said the same thing about Z. Like, I feel like I had seen it a long time ago, and I just didn't enjoy it for what it was at the time. And uh, <clears throat> had, like, a similar, like, oh, like, with, with Z, where I was like, oh, actually, this movie, like, is amazing. Like, I greatly enjoyed myself. I... I'm like I'm a huge fan of heist movies. Um, there are a lot of really fun things in this movie that I just did not remember. Like I did not remember that Sabo and Rob Lucci was in it. That Spandam was in it. The Noodle Guy from um, Water Seven was in it. <laughs> uh, like there are a lot of like random cameos I just didn't pick up the first time around. I don't know if I watched like a really crappy quality or something originally, but. Um, yeah, there were just so many, like, also just, like, so many American references, I guess I just didn't care about originally. Like, the guy chewing the gum obnoxiously. <laughs> I was just, like, it was that Marge meme where I'm, like, hiding my face. Like, it was just, like, <laughs> felt, like, really getting called out, you know? <laughs> but there are a lot of, like, really fun, um, like, Oda designs in this one, I felt like. Yes. Uh, even, like, just the the race car scene has so many just ridiculous, like... The turtle shuttles. All right, everybody yeah. has to have a different aesthetic during this race. Which ones are we going to go for? Okay, a, an American farmer. Um, <laughs> I, love the, I love the tattoo of beef. Well, I also love that his Just like bull companion, his name is Pork. Like, yeah. <laughs> Who is a giant cow. Yeah. Well, he doesn't want like, there to be um, any confusion because he's beef. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, Listen, I was just like he's beef, really throwing him off there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like all of the people in that. I felt like there was an homage to <laughs> which I'm sure is already a homage to something else, but it was like Animaniacs, like doctor nurse situation. Yeah. Um, there was like um, a guy who seemed like he was a villain from like Wacky Racers. Um, the there were, like, Marines the... in their long Rolls Royce with twelve wheels that can't yeah. turn. Yeah. Oh, that too. <laughs> the the, the, the right. villains in the beginning, the long, long pirates, really got a laugh out of me. <laughs> I loved the, the 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 Marine who's just like, it's what was it like? Cap it's, it's, it's like it's something straight. It's His like coat, it's like. He's too big for his coat, so he tattooed like justice on his back. Yeah, it's <laughs> like he's just, just like yeah, he can. He's like straight. It's like oh, so like he hates anything. Literally, it's like he hates anything twisted. And it's just like okay, my brain c- would not let the joke go. And it's just like ah, the token cis hat. And it's just like, <laughs> and it's like no. And then literally they got to the turn, and then he refused to turn. It's like oh, they mean that literally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's hilarious. It's straight or nothing. It's like, yeah, what was his name? Something straight. Um, uh, 
off did they say his his rank it's just straight officer straight it's just straight chief petty officer straight yeah, he's CPO sure. straight. He's, That's the last thing you want to be. petty about being straight. Yeah. The yeah. last thing you want to be is petty and straight. I'm sorry. <laughs> Terrible yeah, combination. I'm it's a bad combo. This this movie was filled with so many great character designs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Ray's Max. Uh, we had... I loved so Ray's Max. Good. What a great first of all, what oh a great name. Mm-hmm. What a great name and what a fun little like character intro and like I, I wanted to ask since we got our, our trivia fact checker over here, was he he gotta have been a reference to something that I'm not grabbing? I mean, there's usually just a um they any of the older people from like the older generation are usually like based off of an actor, but mm-hmm. the only thing that that was giving me any sort of vibes from him is he reminded me from a, of a character from fairy tale. Like mm. that was really it. But I don't, I don't know like, if I can't there... find anything of him okay. being a specific reference to anybody, mm-hmm. but just like a, a super lucky uh, professional gambler the at a, like losing it made... at a, at that, a place like that seems like something that would fit. I love Ray. The name Ray's Max <laughs> is just so on point. It's very, first of all, it's very one piece. And the fact that he's like, it's like, oh yeah. Revolutionary army member Ray's Max is like, yeah, I joined the Re- famous gambler turned. Tattoo. Yeah. It's so funny. Just so funny. Loved the design, loved the character. Just such a such a cool little moment. His weird walking in the beginning really got me. And his it was <laughs> forever to get to them to have the conversation. There were, Shocking and, absolutely nobody. I loved Baccarat a lot. Mm-hmm. And you Thanks. have to remind me who that was. I'm kidding. Yeah, um, like, she's kind yeah, of. Yeah, let me. She was the one who was kind of mean. Uh, she was mm-hmm. the kind of mean one. Just letting you know that. And, um, and I mean, like in in watching any uh, being like so deeply uh, submerged in all things One Piece as we are. I, f- no, I, f- I can't. would I like to feel fruit. that everybody <laughs> was picking up on everything like right away. Like instant, instantly I was like, okay, I know that this is his gimmick. There's gold everywhere, which means he controls the blah, blah, blah. He controls the whole city. She, I mean, even if you just know heist movies and yeah. go, oh, they're treating mm-hmm. them as VIPs and giving them money on the house. They're going to lose mm-hmm. everything and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, But even despite all of that, because this was One Piece, we got to do it with some of our favorite characters and some amazing new characters. Uh, we talked about Tanaka. <laughs> we haven't talked about Dice yet. And I'm wondering <laughs> if... Why not? If, Anybody? Well, no. Well, just because we haven't, we haven't yet. And now here he we did, are. Though, isn't he the? He's the gum chewer. Okay. So. Oh, okay. He is the gum chewer. That's right. <laughs> so <laughs> yes. Sometimes some out. people. Some some days. Sometimes um, uh, a couple uh, get together, and um, they 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 like sausage and macaroni. <laughs> All right, um, Al. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Can we not talk about this, but instead talk about sadiomasochism is what Molly's saying. (laughs) I don't want to know what the outcome of that conversation is. (laughs) I'm I'm mostly asking for clarifying questions. He is a masochist, right? Someone who enjoys pain and a sadist is someone who enjoys dealing pain. Is that what it is? That is correct. Don't don't ask me how I know that. Like Markiplier is an extreme masochist. (laughs) (laughs) If this Aren't guy we all? and Unless the we're lady not. from Enel <laughs> Down, Impel Down, uh, was her name Sadie? Sadie Sadie? Yeah, Sadie. Yeah. If they Sadie. meet up, perfect couple. 
<laughs> I the, Power like, couple. I yeah. love the fact that like immediately was like uh, it's literally Frankie's fight with Dice was just like, oh, so you're just a pervert. It's <laughs> like, so like, funny, great. though, because this is supposed to be after Dress Rosa. And I was like, can you give Frankie like a five minute breather, dude? Like, why do you got to? <laughs> why does Frankie always gonna get teamed up with these types of guys? It's always so busy. Listen, yeah. Frankie's got to Frankie's got to show them what the opposite of toxic masculinity is. That's the yeah. whole thing. You can That's be the whole a freak thing. and be a nice guy. You know yeah, what you can be you can be a freak built like a freak and own that. And it's, also it's be Funkle a good person. Frankie. Yeah. Freak of the meek. Freak God. of the meek. As you keep you keep that stuff to yourself. Um, for <laughs> I guess to boil down Dice as a character, he was apparently in like a fight to the death gladiator arena working for Guild, but ended up getting bored because he would always win. And so his solution to that was to be his head dealer of the craps table. I guess that could upstairs. Have been a to Where? dress Rosa, since that like like he clearly had dealings, uh, Gold clearly had dealings with uh, D- Del Flamingo previously, for sure. So mm-hmm. I wonder. But he he now spends his days headbutting a giant Yahtzee cup <laughs> while holding an axe because it makes him feel strong. Yeah, that was funny. We're like every like everybody <laughs> what was is so the impressed. Axe even for? Yeah, Brooke was the only one questioning. Like he's like, "There's more to this. What was the axe for?" Like, that like that's that's another thing too about this is this movie is ridiculously funny mm-hmm. and and gives proper like time for breaks. You get you get the intensity of the possibility of somebody dying or the fight going to like a bitter bitter end and the and the the citizens of uh, of Tesoro just like not, you know, all dying despite trying to fight for their freedom. It and then deep in gold. And then the you have everybody too. slipping on a banana peel, mm-hmm. um, which was uh, when Luffy first got all of his luck taken away, that whole sequence of <laughs> just Pratt falls and comedy. I was like, I'm going to like this movie even more. Um, <laughs> and, for a two-hour movie, this to me like sped by. the The pacing was super on point. It told the stories that it needed to tell, introduced what it needed to do. We got into the like the quote big reveal super early, and because of how far we are in the story, we don't need to dwell a super long time on like villain backstory. Whereas like film Z was essentially slowly bringing down, like bringing out Zed's backstory throughout the whole movie until you feel sympathetic for him at the end, or you're supposed to feel sympathetic for him at the end. This was, at least for me, I saw the giant star on Guild's back and went, mm-hmm. all right, I know, I know where he came from. Yep. Yeah. And his backstory was shown in really quick flashbacks but because mm-hmm. we're already familiar with that imagery or even if you're not familiar with that imagery you know exactly what you need you just get a little bit more if you are familiar with the story of of one piece and i i felt like they handled that enough he was enough of a bad guy that you saw present day that you didn't need this extended backstory in order to like yeah, there's it, no there's no sympathy for him to me the thing is show, is like it's one of those things where uh honestly this this whole plot reads to me like you either die the hero or live long enough to be the villain and this guy basically learned the wrong lesson from everything 
is like, okay, cool. So only the the elite are going to get ahead. And so he basically, like, when he got his devil fruit power, is like, okay, cool. I'm going to make it my business to do exactly what other people did to me. And it's like, cool, you've learned nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, all right. Uh, like, it sucks that you had a bad past, but, like, you're currently just the worst. So, um, the worst. Gotta go by. Um, I feel like that's a theme, though, in a lot of American movies where it's like you become like you you become the the thing you hate your most, but you also become the guy who's on top of everybody else stepping down on them. Like that is, I feel like, a very American theme. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Which is why this takes place in floating Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is, is and Mark, can I may I may I take over for a minute? I start taking over. Go I'm not. You, I'm asking, you had I'm, the floor. Okay, cool. I'm asking permission. As somebody who grew up in Vegas for, uh, I guess a third of my half of my life. Half. I'm counting. Yeah, half of my life. <laughs> yeah, you thought you escaped. Now we brought it back. <laughs> um, gold. Like the like Mark and I were talking uh, as I was watching the movie. And it was like, okay, cool. Like, this is just Vegas. And it's like, it's got some Monaco vibes to it. And there's definitely some some imagery there. But the city itself is one-to-one. Like, you literally see the downtown area, which is one-to-one, the Fremont Street experience. It's almost exactly, even down to the, the casinos that are in there. And then you get to the downtown area and it's very like here everything like, is like even on the roads. It's got mm-hmm. these sp- like the split little uh, dividers that have yep. trees and bushes and shrubs and all that yep. stuff. It's it's pretty much just Vegas. So if you've ever wanted to go to Vegas, don't just watch this movie and you'll get a better experience. Plus, it's one piece. Um, but like it, it was, was really the... cool to like I guess it was it was really cool to see something uh so many times in movies you see something based on vegas and they'd like haha tongue-in-cheek it it's amazing how accurate they got while still making everything feel one piece it was really cool (laughs) anyway that's it molly go ahead uh now i was just gonna say there was a shot of uh when luffy and frankie before they do their part of the plan where it almost looks like uh just because we, I keep referencing it, but like Ocean's Eleven, like I think it's in front of the Bellagio, the fountain, mm-hmm. where there's there's a scene where like Luffy's right in front of that fountain, and it's almost like shot for shot, like from from Ocean's Eleven or like in front of the fountain mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The it's really cool. Yeah, I think it's the Bellagio. Yeah, it's yeah, the that's Bellagio. the fountains. <laughs> the belly? Uh, no, the, the Belliagio. <laughs> no, you should have stuck the landing. That was good. I yeah, no, that it. was good. Belliagio. We'll it. give it to you. Um, this is the first One Piece movie that felt like it was about Nami, and I really liked that. And and especially like with a, we've of the movies that we've talked about, Nami is like finally an active participant and not somebody reacting to something happening to her. Yeah, like film Z, something happens to her and she and she reacts in kind. In Strong Z, worlds. something happens to her and she reacts in kind. And but in this, this is, was Nami's movie to me. Yeah, I mean, I would hope so. She's the cat burglar. Like it's a heist movie. Yeah. To I, some I extent, God, uh, to some extent, she still reacts, but this time she her confidence is way higher than she's normally been treated before. Ah, uh, this is her wheelhouse. 
Yeah. Yeah. This is also where we get we and, and it's like it becomes plot relevant to her because we meet somebody who has never been introduced before, but is now introduced as Karina, who is somebody that Nami used to work with, voiced by Michelle Nantz, who's really fucking cool. Sorry, I swore. I'm sorry. You keep um, doing it, though. <laughs> well, you know what? You you know it's like you I'm I'm taking over for Molly because Molly had all those swears in the beginning that was off screen for the sake of you know it's like the distraction now I have to I'd like to imagine that she's still doing it she just is muting herself and just dropping f bombs dick today I (laughs) Molly it's been established that you can say that I know that's why I said it it's because you yelled at me. It's last sick, thanksgiving no, no i feel bad Baby that the homework mom. i did last week so I, I a couple f-bombs slipped through my fingers uh and people <laughs> and people noticed so i have to be very good this episode but uh, you should it, it was this was really really cool to see like a little bit more of of like a bit it was nice to see nami in in her own wheelhouse and it was nice to see honestly i really liked a lot of like how karina and nami interacted with each other i also really liked the scene where karina used basically distracted like the wordplay it's like it's so big and then there's just like yeah it is it's like it's it was really funny to see them all be really those guys be really dumb and it's like yeah, okay. So it's like, yeah, played him real easy. Really, really, really uh, simple to just like he... flaunt a little cleavage and then the dumb guards are going to be dumb guards about it. And then she's just like, okay, cool. Time to put on the, the cool outfit. amount of tit to butt ratio in this movie is definitely more than the previous movie. Like the, God, what's her name? The kind of mean girl. Uh, Baccarat. it's like every time she was on screen it would be a down shot of her chest first and then it would go up to like what she was saying like every single time (laughs) yeah like it's vegas so like normal the amount of like shots where like karina would run into a shot and it was just her butt (laughs) yeah the reverse shots were it happened so many times sometimes you just got the booties there was a specific moment that made me <laughs> remind me of that was the timer was going down and they put the timer in the yep. upper right corner of the screen and she runs in and her butt just covers up the timer exactly. <laughs> like, but how many seconds were left? It this doesn't is, matter. Look doesn't at this. Matter. This is yeah. the only this is the only one piece movie that I am going to say. All right, that's fine because it's Vegas. <laughs> yeah, because that, it's that, Vegas. That's what I ended up saying to myself. Was like, well, it is Vegas. There it's was Vegas. a really funny moment though, where Gold got out of the bath, and I realized like everyone's wearing bathing suits, but him. the mm-hmm. funny thing. Okay, so like, we're I about, we're over, about to get to find out the will of D like, in this movie. Oh yeah, oh, frontal on his security guy. I was like, whoa. I, I called Power. Wisp over. <laughs> I called Wisp over because I was watching. And I'm like, hold on. I got to go back. And I rewound. I'm like, watch the girl on the left because there's three girls in the bath with him. Mm. The two, two go and reach for towels and start toweling off his arms. The third backs away and makes eye line with his below the belt Bastard. and just <laughs> stares at it. It's like it is a it is a six second shot of her just staring. It's like it's got to be impressive. Like it's got to be impressive. Um, so it was pretty funny, and I'm just like, it was like, it's, it's like you can draw the line from her eyes to where his uh, bahong dongler would be, and it's really <laughs> funny. 
<laughs> you could say Dick Gated. Yeah, but it's funnier to say that. <laughs> yeah, Mark won't censor Bong Dongler. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, Mark can't <laughs> censor that. I have to know what a word is. <laughs> exactly. So you just, just like, listen. It was such a juxtaposition between, like, us, because I was like, ah, Spandam, like, I hate him. Why is he in this movie? Like, this guy sucks. And then, like, the next shot is him standing naked. And <laughs> I was like, all right, I don't know how I feel about this anymore. <laughs> like, wow. Everywhere. Okay. I'm proud of you, I guess. Like, I also do appreciate the inclusion of CP0 and it not really meaning anything. Like it kind of does. It's I think it was more of a hype of a hype moment for Luffy to to <laughs> To not remember who Spandam was. That was is, that, the best part for me in that scene was he's like, well, whoever you are, and then looks over and it's like, oh, hey, I know that kid. And it's like the fact that he remembered the kid that he only noticed for like 30 seconds and not Spandam who he fought against mm-hmm. is really, 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 really funny. I just find it so crazy. Like, without, like, spoiling anything for Caden, like, Rob Lucci consistently shows up in these movies. Like, I think the next one is Stampede. Stampede. And then even just watching Film Red, like, there was, like, Lucci. You know what I mean? It's like, why does this guy keep showing up and the not world, doing anything? The world is watching the situation that happens they're in thirsty, Red. That's not they're really thirsty for Lucci. People do <laughs> love him. Um, I don't like him. They really like the big leopard guy. I know. like totally forgot Saba was in this movie as well. I was surprised to see him in Koala. It's because the scene with Saba is like 0.05 seconds long. It's like, there he is, and he's gone. In yeah. fact, Koala had more screen time. <laughs> well, also, when, when Karina like bumped into them in the downtown area, her disguise was Koala's outfit. And so I was just like, oh, it's Koala. Oh, wait, no, that's blue hair. Never mind. There was another Sabo like reference in that like young kid who used a lead pipe to. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I thought that was just jumped into frame. And then so, all of the, the members or all of the citizens had gold pipes as well. And I was, yeah. or had, had pipes. I was like, oh, I guess that's just a- that's available. Just that works now. Easy, a symbol yeah, of revolution. Easy to obtain. Yeah. So can we talk about outfits for this movie? The, oh, yes. I was trying to find a good transition, <laughs> but F it. We're just going okay, right it into is. it. So, so my favorite for, listen, Luffy. I want to ask Luffy everybody who, yeah. what, who had their favorite fit in the, in the movie. And uh, starting like, with Caden. Overall, Luffy had the best three, but they put Robin in a suit and <laughs> I'm kind of biased. Um, I but like it's like Robin in a suit obviously top tier. Um of the of the of the casual stuff that they wore in the beginning, I love Zoro's I'm wearing beach shorts and uh, a baseball hat. I loved that because it seems like it's like oh he's actually on vacation. I Whoa. he deserves yeah. this. All Take of their outfits out. in the beginning aside from Luffy's cuz he had like a random axe and I like the axe. Belt. I don't know where it came from, but it feels um, right for him anyway. <laughs> But everybody else in the very beginning felt like they just like spent a day at a water park. Like everybody was in swimsuits, uh, or like yeah, like Zoro's got like the kind of like dad outfit. He has a hat on and swim trunks. Uh, Frankie in his like bear trench coat. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. His little monkey outfit. The little monkey was so huge. Oh, also Frankie's robe has BFB, which I assume means Battle Battle Frankie Frankie Bear. Bear. Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, um, I was a fan of of Brooks Antlers, and that was his animal uh, representation. Yeah, but I gotta hand it to Roranor Zolo Zoro, a fit so iconic. So they get their VIP outfits, and I had to look back and notice this. They get their VIP outfits, and Zoro's wearing um, a full suit, but seemingly with a track jacket under yes. his coat. Yeah, and. All for the reveal at the end yep. of their battle outfits, and yeah. Zoro was in it the whole time. Yes, and I, so I... Zoro's look was so iconic as VIPs. The rest of the team went, "Well, we got to do that because we just have to match him because he's got the best." Right. Look. They, well, they also I... don't have enough time for him to change, so they got to match him. Otherwise, I... it's just ridiculous. Please, can Molly. I say too that the the when they do the like VIP reveal, the song is like looking so good like yeah. we're going out or whatever like in, in english like <laughs> like I'm, I'm sure it's the same song for the dub but in the the japanese it's like a song of in english about like looking good feeling good we're going out and it, <laughs> it just like made me laugh so hard because it's just like uh because of the english which is like ridiculous like they're just they're saying what you know like very straightforward about what it is and, and Luffy's high roller fear and loathing like this, glasses the, and, and the double hat the double yes. hat the double hat look rules his, his cowboy hat is also a straw hat Did you guys yes. that? double yeah, straw hat that made me laugh that's a power move Usopp, so many of these outfits were power moves Usopp getting getting the fluffy coat is what he deserves Oh no, that's a much cooler Rob Lucci look than Rob Lucci's. Yeah, look. like it's one of those things <laughs> where it's like better. I want Rob Lucci. We already have Rob Lucci at home, and you get to see Usopp like that. It's like <laughs> this is better than I expected. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Frankie is just frilly, <laughs> uh, but but the the frilly uh, shirt line, the sh- frilly sh- neckline, and the thick gold chain. <laughs> I mean, so can I tell you what I thought for that? Mm-hmm. Um, so like it, he's got, he's got red, the red speedos and the red like collar with a frill and everything like that. I'm imagining him it's underneath that, right? It's underneath that. It's just like the, 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 the male one the, uh, swimsuit onesie and it's got the frill collar on it. So if he took off the jacket, that's his bathing suit. And it's just like, I would, first of all, fan art immediately. Second of all, uh, <laughs> it's the most Frankie thing I could think of. Um, it's just gymnastic leotard with a jacket. Yeah. And then of course, Brooke with the, uh, I am a, uh, 55 year old white woman leopard coat is really funny oh also their disguises like yeah. for the mm-hmm. heist um a couple of cleaning people um those are the outfits i didn't like those are the ones i hated the most i think yeah they're, no they're not trying just well, it's trying because to they're, th- they're very throwaway the, mm-hmm. the 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 montage bit of them being like here's what we're gonna wear and like luffy's in a dress and uh like i think brooks out like outfit out of that bunch i liked the most for him was the like the purple they it's like With kind of a vegas yeah the like the kind of vegas yeah. uh uh, like not magic show, but like one of the show. I can't remember like what it showgirl? is. Like, yeah, like showgirl mm-hmm. style. I like that one. It was very good. Like the the costume design is usually really on point, but even more so in a city where everybody has to look good, and then there are poor people. They really nailed everything. They were yeah, couple- just like Vegas. Just like Vegas. Times too, like not even like in terms of outfits, not even just the straw hats that I felt like were nods to like 
I mean, there's obviously a lot of American references to like movies and like places and things like that. But there's like the the guy, one of the guys in the race is wearing the same colored shirt as Woody, the farmer. Yeah. And beef. then there's a <laughs> howdy, shot howdy, howdy. when they're driving into the downtown area where there's a little cowboy um, neon and it's in the same colors as Woody as well. And I was just like. I don't know if they looked too far into like <laughs> like what cowboys wear or like the idealistic of it or whatever, but I noticed that and I was like, there just seems to be a lot of references to Pixar here. The fact that we saw Wanze. That was I'm funny. still like he's like he probably fell in love with an escort and like uh, yeah, Poor guy. Was, yeah. Out of everybody to make an appearance to, I was really surprised by that one. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he got out. Yeah. This movie was, I'll be honest, this is probably my favorite One Piece movie aside from um the one that everybody should I I really want Baron Omatsuri. Yeah, Baron Omatsuri needs to be I mean, far more accessible. I've talked about this before. I'll say it again. I like just because I was talking about it to a friend before because we were we were discussing the the new movie, uh, One Piece film Red. There's like the S T like it's like you know like S A B C D whatever for movies like untouchable. It's up there on the pedestal for a reason. Like Baron is the S tier, and no one has come close since. Yeah, like that stays up there by itself, and then from down below that, that's where like I rank other movies. Yeah, this, I this feel to like... me is definitely the best Oda era movie. And that's a, yeah. and to be fair, that's also as somebody who hasn't seen Stampede, which, okay. which I, imagine I was going to we'll say I I without spoiling anything, I enjoyed Stampede a lot more than the other movies. I mean, I. I, and I will say too, like I enjoyed this movie, but like I still think I enjoyed. There were still issues with Z uh, film Z, um, but I don't know. I felt like more engaged with that movie for some reason. Like mm. I and I love heist movies, but there's just like because they did everything to the T on like what you know a heist is. It wasn't as Exciting, you know what I mean? It's like I, I, it was fun to see them do it, but like the whole point of like the straw hats is that they don't stick to the plan, and they still, yeah. you know, like they they don't, you know, like the plan is a different plan at the end, like all heist movies. But like I would have mm. liked for them to do it a little bit more in brand with the straw hats for that. That's, like that, my my take on that was they knew that that's how that always works, so they just didn't tell Luffy, and that's why that's yeah. this that, that's why this feels like Nami's movie because Nami's just like. All right, here's the plan. Rule number one, don't tell Luffy the plan. Luffy, go over there. Here's some, like, throw a treat in the other direction. And Luffy's just like, meat! And then he runs off. He's like, all right, here's the real plan. We'll tell Luffy whatever. But this is the real plan. And by keeping Luffy out of the loop, the plan is able to actually go according to plan, (laughs) which is why it feels like Nami's movie and why this, I, I feel like, that's why I liked it a lot is because they kept saying it's like, yeah, we just didn't tell him. And Luffy's I, just like, not what's the plan, plan again? for Luffy? <laughs> I feel like they could have still done that. Like, here's see, this is why I'm getting in the nitty gritty because I've watched so many heist movies that like they still could have done that. But I feel like they could have made it more their own in terms of like when the pe- plan's failing, like have more character moments there of like uh, of like how to fix, you know, or like stumble along until they think that they're going to do it. You know what I mean? Like it. Mm-hmm. They can still have that, like, we're doing it, we're doing it, the plan failed, just kidding, it's all going according to Kekaku. <laughs> like, they, I, I feel like there there could have been a lot more, I don't know. Like, it was because it was so much like a heist movie, it was like, 
how is this different from any other heist movie that I've seen? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there were opportunities to make it a little bit more fun. Like, a lot of the group stuff where they were stumbling along uh, with Nami's group, like, I feel like there could have been a lot more moments in there that would have just sold it a little bit better for me. Because otherwise, it's like they they did the assignment, but you know what I mean? It's like, but, like, you based it too much off of the examples for the assignment that you didn't make it your own. It's like, that's the thing, too. I was like, I was just like, they're like, haha, you're in debt. I'm like, you can't apply real life rules to Luffy. Like, they could, like, as far as you know, like, they, like, Luffy's got like 10 credit cards. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, having debt is not going to stop Luffy. You know what I mean? Like, this is the guy who eats and runs. Like, <laughs> you can't True. apply these things to him. When they took Zoro, I was like, all right, now you're thinking with portals. Like, but I, that- I also feel like <laughs> th- this. The the story that they were specifically telling was in direct uh, combat with Luffy's basic beliefs about freedom, and yeah. it's something that he's been saying since day or any any time somebody's asked him like, "Oh, you want to be the king of the pirates because of the, like all of the treasure and notoriety that comes with it, right?" And, power and he's and like, fame. "No, just the, the king of the pirates is the most free person on the sea." Yeah, I just kind of so, want to be not not uh, owned by other people or beholden to anything in particular. I just want to like be and exist. And when and, other and, people don't have that, he gets pretty. And and the second that that became the theme was Gildasora wasn't taking people's money; he was taking their freedom. That was that was the thing of like, oh, I mean, I mean, it's a one piece movie, and you and you kind of know how it's going to end, but you know. You can kind of know from the jump, it wasn't just a thing where Luffy wants to kick this guy's ass because he wants to kick a lot of people's ass, but he is in direct it's, opposition. It's to, yeah, he's he's in direct opposition to Luffy's mm-hmm. principles. And, mm-hmm. and that made the interactions a little bit more interesting. But but I, I definitely agree with you, Molly. This is like a paint-by-numbers uh, heist movie improved by the fact that it is a one piece movie, but it is yeah, still a paint by if, numbers heist movie. It's, it's tropes it's, of both blended. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, I'm sure it's very exciting for like a Japanese audience who might not know, you know, like have seen so many heist movies uh, that are like pretty common here. But like, I think if they had split up and like, kind of like in the formula of like splitting up and then those people see more of like the struggles of like, it'd be easy to like, team up with like Karina as one team like somebody splits off and they like are with the kids who are in so much debt and can't fight back and like a different team here and a different team there like I think it would have come together a little bit better for me but um, I mean like and that's saying like there's so many like fun moments in this movie it's just like uh, I think we talked about it last time when other directors come into a One Piece movie and do things that like we don't normally see in one piece like little vignettes or like what the day-to-day is with the straw hats because in the manga it's going from one place to the other sometimes we'll have a middle reprieve and in like recent you know years like oda uses that reprieve to explain what else is happening in the world um like i was hoping for like a little bit more character moments in this movie but like that being said the, the fact that they didn't do that there was more time to pace and it's like, we're starting to get into longer movies now. So they had like extra time to um, kind of like unveil what was happening and like, why do we care? And this and, and that. And I think that that actually, you, you bring up a very good point. I think the thing that they wanted us to take away from this 
was how strongly Luffy is in terms of fighting for people's freedoms, mm-hmm. in terms mm-hmm. of like what's coming next post Dressrosa. Because um, theoretically, this takes place in between Dressrosa and Zoe at some point, even though the the crew isn't actually together. Yeah. But in terms of like story stuff, this is definitely before what mm-hmm. happens after Zoe because of like the props okay. and abilities of everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, just in terms of what where Luffy stands and everybody's steadfastness and belief in Luffy, I think that that's what we were supposed to take. Yeah. Uh, c- c- yeah. Um, or, and also how, well, I guess we also got a lesson of how the government can't be bought, how wantonly CP zero treats the Marines. Um, yeah. Being able to pay off the celestial dragons to essentially have carte blanche like they mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. That's pretty insane. <laughs> there was some stuff that they brought up in this movie that I had to sit and think, like, why are they telling us this? And I had to be like, okay, well, when do they introduce this information normally in the manga? Like, is it because he's been using Oda had been using the movies, you know, in the previous one for sure of like setting up like, oh, you didn't know about Alkiji? Like, here he is, like hiding with the pipes. Like, you know, it's like they're kind of talking about the aftermath of his fight with Akainu. And a lot of the stuff they introduced in this movie, I was just like, this is common knowledge, but it's weird that they're adding emphasis on it. And so I was like, is this the first time that they mentioned this stuff? Like, I had to think about Mm. it for a while. Um, But yeah, there was a a lot of that, too. Also, like, we see another female Marine, but like, it's like a one shot thing. Like, I don't think we see her name. I, I used to know her name, but she was they actually made her and the guy that she was at the casino with canon. Oh yeah, yeah. The fans loved their design so much <laughs> that that they're they've been partners for like a really long time uh, in canon, and Oda has has since added them into the anime, and then I think they were added into the manga more recently. That's awesome. But the, yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of vignettes in this movie that I enjoy, like the scenes when they're all gambling and winning. Like <laughs> they like it's all it's all these great setup shots too, where what's the one where like the ball is on the, like the, the track was like roulette? black roulette. It's like when they show the roulette table and then they zoom out and you realize that it's a giant and like they're Ooh. on a giant roulette table. Like there was a lot of fun moments like that in this movie. Well, they Terrifying. have the sound effects be like so loud and booming. It's like, Oh, they just did this for drama. Was, no, it's actually a <laughs> colossal roulette ball mm-hmm. and giant craps with iron dice mm-hmm. and an yeah. iron and a, Destro- you destroy a giant iron cup every, every game. Every roll. <laughs> like, oh my god. Hopefully they're just like reworking those and making new cups from the well, pieces. The I mean, I the dude has an entire like... ship that is an island of gold. Do you think he cares? No. Oh no. That, dude pollutes, that dude pollutes constantly. Mm-hmm. Like, did they even shake those dice? Like, come on! No, it's they all threw yeah. them into the well, cup and then threw it down. That's so that you got. Uh. So that was my that was my uh, my f- whole thing. Like uh, the one thing I thought of is it's like, of course, I before the whole luck luck fruit thing was introduced for for um 
for Baccarat. Um, I originally thought it's like, okay, cool. You literally introduced a character that can go through things with Tanaka and there's a giant thing that we can't see what the dice is inside. It's like, just to not have Tanaka go inside, flip the dice to the, 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 the die to the, the side that makes them lose and then get out. And it's like, ta-da. And it's like, even without Baccarat, they probably have been cheating for yeah. a long time with just that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, Okay, it is what it is. It's like they've been manipulating the situation. All you have to do is wait for them to say everything on everything on odd. And it's like, okay, cool. Flip it to even. Done. And then just zip <laughs> out. You'll, they'll never know. Because mm-hmm. like, oh, that's why you have to say, like, see, it's safe. It's 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 all it's all inside the thing. That way nobody could know. It's like, yeah, except for the dude who can go through walls who brought us here. Um. Jerk. Oops. Yeah, it's funny too, like just because we're talking about her. Uh, I love that, like, the same stance has been consistent throughout, but like the fact that, like, Usopp is always the one versus women. Like, Sanji and Zoro will, like, never actually fight women, but like, Usopp's like, nah, man, like, I'm a feminist, like, equal opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's always Usopp who fights the woman if, like, Nami and Robin aren't around, and I love oh, that like, for him. What a galaxy brain. So yes. we, we haven't really mentioned anything about Baccarat. I, I think all of the uh, devil fruits in the movie are super fun. Tanaka's uh, phase phase fruit. But Baccarat being luck-based is really so... Fun. Luck-based powers are probably my favorite form of powers when writers get a hold of them. Because you can just... <laughs> luck means different things to everyone. So and, and if you're, you can transfer it. If you're so if you're cool. listening to the if you haven't watched the movie yet and you're an hour into this show, um, like Domino, but you can like but she can control it. She can yes. suck luck from people, put it in uh, imbue it into other objects, and then just be the luckiest person. And Usopp's galaxy brain <laughs> way to make her run out of uh, luck was so dumb. Oh, so good. And and I don't want to <laughs> say it exactly, but it was like. Anytime Baccarat was on was on screen, it's the great performance of just like, all right, I know that you work for the villain, but you're also being kind of an asshat. <laughs> and and what do you, what are you gonna do? How how much more can you trick these people? She's kind of mean, kind of lover. I did love her whole aesthetic though, where like the very first thing she'd always say was an like an English phrase, mm-hmm. like "No good, oh wow, amazing, like, yeah, fantastic." I, I, <laughs> that was like the one thing I liked about her. It was I was just like, all right, I guess they're kind of selling she's American or, or like or English or something, and then just like, all right, well, she can't just be speaking English the whole movie. We got to go. We, you know, she got be speaking Japanese but I, I did like the sim in a similar vein I like how it's entertainment mm. constantly being in English entertainment. was was important now that's what I call entertainment it's always with his arms as wide as possible Ugh. this is a show for you Oh, the part, the the very last shot of her being defeated and her saying jackpot, which is like <laughs> jackpot, but it's she's saying it <laughs> with like with Japanese terror. Jackpot, like, like <laughs> and and then like passing out. My my, with that scene was going on. It goes on for so long. I was like, man, she's milking this scene. <laughs> hey, if you're gonna die, go out in the blaze of glory, right? Like, die, especially her in style. Milking? Yeah, Wait. he's gotta go. Nope. Yeah. Oh, also, no, just we, because, yeah, go ahead. No, you first, please. 
Because I'm no, about to just, change the subject. <laughs> no, just just listening to Al make jokes. I'm just like it's because like it's jackpot in English, like just jackpot. But the fact mm-hmm. that it's like she adds so many additional syllables to like keep the camera on her. Jackpot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Eat it up, dear. Um, this I don't go know on, if I've been nothing as captivated by an opening scene in a One Piece movie than this one. Like the fact yeah. that we started just boom and we like because usually we start with the straw hats arriving or figuring something out but the fact that we start in the city and learn so much just through this one performance as well as uh the like the long long pirates but we also get an allusion to the treasure island uh pirate battle show that used to be, happen multiple mm-hmm. times a night on the mm-hmm. strip um like there th- i i just even just did they stop that yeah they re- oh caden we could talk about it later oh my god is it bad now because it used it, to be great do you not have you not heard of the sirens of ti dude i have not been back there since i was like a kid because Bless. we'll talk about it awful. later because Dear God, um, don't go to Vegas, anybody, anybody, everybody. <laughs> don't go to Vegas. Literally, if you, if you, uh, here's here's the takeaway from One Piece film gold. Okay, if you go there, if you go there, it's exactly the same. It's exactly the same thing. You go there, you're greeted by somebody who's just like, yeah, we're gonna take care of you. Don't worry. And they're manipulating you from the moment you step there to the moment you leave, trying to milk every cent out of you and make you penniless and poor and then make you stay in Vegas and then work for shit wages. And it's just how that city works. And One Piece Film Gold encapsulated the whole thing perfectly. So if you want to go to Vegas, just watch One Piece Film Gold. You'll get the full experience and you'll get to see the elite get punched in the face and then have all of their stuff taken taken away from them. So do that instead. It's a much pretty more good fun. restaurants, though. Anyway, but um, yeah, they're pretty. The, <laughs> starting Food's starting Food's with amazing. starting with a song like co-sung by our villain. Um, I'm I'm a big fan of outrageous set pieces, um, <laughs> especially in anime. Because at least with something like this, this is it could be something that's all controlled by his devil fruit. Um, it just reminded me of a recent scene from uh, Gundam, which from Mercury, where it was it just got redi- so silly. But th- that first scene told us everything we needed to know about Guild to hate him. Mm-hmm. And I I was in it from the jump. I was well, at the edge like of my very- seat. A very punchable face. Like, he needs to keep those sunglasses on, dude. I'm telling you. Like, clearly bleached platinum hair. Or, like, I I think when it in the flashbacks, it looked green. So it's like, it's graying out. Yeah. He look. he's an an old, rich man. He has the energy of crocodile. Like, there's something about, like, the. the Yeah, that's what it was. The fingers with rings and, like, his height and, like, even his, like, body type. Like, it had a lot of. He's, like, almost, like, in temperament, like, a different crocodile. Like, whereas crocodile is. It's, like, the drama mask. It's, like, one's frowny and one's smiley. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Al. (laughs) This is smiley crocodile. (laughs) You're never supposed to smile at one of the. Which is funny because it's, like, I feel like. I mean, because that's what was my first thought was, like. Uh, the croc or the uh, Mugiwara had never seen what a casino before, but then I was like, Well, no, Alabasta, like that was his whole shtick was like the casinos, um, mm-hmm. 
And it was like a taste of that. So then, yeah, when I remembered that, I was like, oh, yeah, this guy's just like a crocodile ripoff. Anyway. Respectfully. He got a bunch of turtle-themed stuff instead. And the thickest neck. I like the turtles. They're cute. They're cute. The giant ones that are pulling the... Yeah, and then the little muscle turtles. Well, even that, though, because, like, Robin had a turtle during the Alabasta arc. Like, you know what I'm saying? You You see where I'm going with this? Hmm. Similar themes. Mm. Um, and I think it's really funny too, because like Dofi is like always been kind of like weirdly obsessed with crocodile, and like the fact that um, Gold also has had dealings with with uh, Doflamingo. I'm like, oh yeah, he's got a type, dude. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> this guy obviously has a type. Yeah, reptiles. Um, I, yeah. I think I think we've done a really good job of not being super specific, talking mm-hmm. about some of our favorite moments. Uh, um, before wait, guys- I was going <laughs> to say, before we start wrapping up, um, I want I wanted to give everybody an opportunity to just gush and and Molly, since you're volunteering, please please. It's it's just one bit that I like really loved, but like <laughs> when Frankie and Luffy get to the security. <laughs> the security room and Luffy like gives Frankie the thumbs up and Frankie's like you idiot and then he like cuts back and the security guard's staring at him he's just <laughs> staring with this like with his thumbs up and then we cut to like all the screens showing him across like the island or the ship rather like that that bit really got me was I so was good. head in hands I was like of Adam, course you did all the bits and it goes on for like a full minute I'm just like yep yeah, that's me energy that's, that's it. Molly energy to yeah. the tea. I'm like, I can't <laughs> do I, sneaky, I can't do sneaky games at all either. So the fact that they had Luffy doing some kind of reconnaissance. Oh, and then also them leading up to that, where they're like, all right, Luffy, we gotta go by the window, but be careful because we'll be seen. And they go past that window like 20 times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like everyone's like gradually like looking and seeing them. And the fact that Frankie had to fart boost them up was like everybody saw that. It was so an explosion like, sound rattles the no, window it's fine. as they fly. <laughs> nobody, nobody, they're rich people. They'll pretend the fart wasn't there. It's totally also, a well lit gold tower in the middle of the city. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the the, the where we've the, already established yeah. that video Denden Mushi are everywhere. Yeah, that they totally was like, didn't see it. That was literally the moment that I was like, they obviously have a plan that like we like they they are hoping this plan will fail immediately because it's like the whole the the for them have a whole bit that like they're like we can't have people see us, Luffy. Okay, and like <laughs> they get seen like so many times with the same people, and there's no repercussions. Frankie had to a balaclava that. on. There's no way to tell who that is. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's like mm-hmm. the fact that there was no immediate retribution for that. I was like, yeah, there's obviously another plan in play here. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. or like you know, he's just letting them. He's letting them go all the way to the security office because he already knows what's gonna happen. Blah blah blah. But yeah, the, the part where Luffy is like giving the thumbs up with his like, uh, like they usually give him eyelashes for those like, <laughs> for those moments. But like, I think it's because he was wearing goggles. They didn't. But like that kind of dead eye stare where he's like, oops, like, oh, I'm caught <laughs> and not knowing what to do. So he just sits there. Uh, I, uh, I loved uh, when Team B was going up the tower. Uh, they, uh, I guess minor spoilers they disguise themselves as someone else um and Usopp's impression of the person he's disguised disguising oh, himself yeah. as he has only one data point about them is that they wiggle their head when they talk and <laughs> yet really completely funny. nails it yeah, this is so good that was silly and uh, uh 
also just the final fight is so hype dude like, that's i was gonna say like the gold mech but it also kind of looks like a jojo stand mm-hmm. like let's it's, go it's very reminiscent of pika but mm-hmm. jojo stand meets pika meets like big o like it's, it's <laughs> yeah. so good <laughs> i i don't know i've i i really liked uh i i really liked just Mm-hmm. The whole movie was just really great, honestly. Like from start to, uh, from start to finish, it was just it was really cool to to how they set everything up, how they took Zoro out of commission immediately because they know that like <laughs> logically, it's like if they leave Zoro here, then it's just like okay, cool. The movie's gonna go nowhere if we just leave <laughs> leave was- Zoro in this. It was funny to see like Zoro be the damsel because they needed mm-hmm. Nami. For it was nice. It was nice to to have that, especially because Zoro's like OP as heck, and you need Luffy yeah. there because obviously. Well, you also can't use Zoro for a heist. Like you give him a plan, he's not going to know where to go. Listen, like, listen. You can't get lost if you get captured immediately. It's true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're you're already you're you're already there where you need to be if that's the you case. Know and exactly <laughs> where he is. We also know that. Zoro is cool with dying as a statue in a cool well, no. pose. Yeah, we do. Gonna, we do know that. I was going to bring that up. We're like, I wish, I, I mean, it's like he's grown or whatever, but like, I wish they would have given him a moment where he posed himself out like like he did in the mm-hmm. um, the Alabasta uh, saga arc, whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, that was my first thought, Mark, when that scene played out. I was like, oh, that's really funny. It's like you messed up in a bunch of ways. Yeah. He yeah. wants this. <laughs> you just helped him get to you faster. He wouldn't oh. have gotten here otherwise. You know, there was another moment that I feel like they didn't ever really put emphasis on, but like uh I, I had that same thought too, where I'm like, this guy clearly can control gold. I was thinking in terms of like uh X-Men with Magneto, where like uh like you know, like absorbing substances like iron and things like that like out of someone's body the part where he pours out where gold pulls like pours out his champagne there's a shot where they close up on it on the ground and you can see that there's like a sliver of gold in the food like in the glass mm-hmm. and so like when he finally is like oh idiot like your bodies are covered in gold i was waiting for him to be like also the food you've been consuming also has gold in it as like a contingency mm-hmm. or something but they never kind of bring it up again yeah, I mean, as it was raining gold, I went, "Welp, that's the insurance policy." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, like, don't breathe that shit in, man. That's not good for you. Yeah, it's definitely not. <laughs> definitely not good. You really don't want to do that. Isn't it inert? Does it? Like, what did you call me? Th- there's not even like a benefit or detriment to eating gold because your body just doesn't react to it. You're just like, no. Adding. It it passes the same way it came in. Yeah. No, but th- I just mean like in terms of like if like you dodged the gold shower and you had like a drink that had gold oh, yeah, in it, like sure. you know, it's like I forget which X Men movie it is, but like Magneto escapes jail because that someone like you injected more iron. iron in your blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, like yeah, because they injected X- iron into X- that guy. X two X Men. Uh, it's X two when he gets out. So, thank you. So I was expecting that oh, no, kind wait. of moment where it no, was, it was like, X two. It was yeah, it was X two. Okay. I was expecting yeah. that kind of moment where it was like, ha, huh, idiot, especially because they knew that the the ocean water, seawater could negate the the devil fruit effect. I was waiting for somebody to be like, ha, huh, idiot, like I didn't come in that way. And like, <laughs> I know your secret. And then for him to be like, you know, like Darth Vader-esque, like holds his hand out as the guy starts oh. choking because there's gold in his like stomach. 
No, mm-hmm. Molly, this this is a kid show. They're going to have somebody strangled to death under a melted then solidified gold chandelier. Yeah, that's And then normal. publicly executed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty normal, right? Gold just, splash. I would have directed this movie a little bit different, but that's fine. I said that about every movie at this point except for Baron. <laughs> this this was a very fun movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. And, I, and I'm I'm happy that I got to watch it for the first time with all of y'all. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really it's like as much as you guys enjoyed this movie, I am actually really hyped to talk about Stampede next. Same. No, like knowing what little I know about Stampede, like so I, I imagine it's gonna be super, super hype. So when do we watch Stampede? For uh, for the folks for the folks at home who are who are eagerly awaiting our next episode of Yayo Talk Show, when are we watching Stampede? It should be after this next arc. Okay. Yes. So after this next arc, which is probably going to be two episodes, maybe maybe two, because we had originally talked about it being three, and then we did dress Rosa in two. So <laughs> I believe that I think two would be conservative. <laughs> and you know, and you know me, I'm not going to want to talk about Sanji at all. So, <laughs> but then again, we like, did do. Then yeah. again, we did do. So. so- <laughs> Well, that's because there were furries. Of course, I'm going to talk for two hours. I I was talking about the Paramount War, how that Uh. became three episodes. Well, that's because there was old men there. Of course, Molly's going to talk about old men. I feel like when you're right, you're right. Whenever we say it's for sure going to be this length, it's always the opposite of what we say. Well, this is the Sanji one. So, you know, I'm going to say I'm going to say a whole cake is going to be so many episodes that we do it in like two. It's going to be so we're just going to have so many things to talk about. So, so many. You're already damning us. No, it's going to go quick. It's going to go so quick. You have no idea. It's going to be it's going to be it's going to be like a drive through. Yes, yeah, Sanji, he died in this arc. Can you believe it? OK, oh my anyway, God. no spoilers, uh, though. Last thoughts on the movie. It's 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 worth its weight in gold. Hey, <laughs> we can do any better than that. So uh, before we go, uh, everybody, if you can give uh, where anybody can find you on the webtronet. Uh, let's start with you, Caden. Okay, cool. Hey, you can find me on Instagram, on Tumblr, and on Hive, and it's at Caden Jensen. You can also find me on TikTok, where I'm regularly uploading videos now, uh, and that's real, R-E-A-L, Caden Jensen. And, of course, you can find me streaming all the time on Twitch, and that's twitch.tv forward slash Caden Jensen. Al, how about you? You can find me basically everywhere, including now uh, Hive and Mastodon at Al McClelland Jr. That's and eight. TikTok, not TikTok, and, TikTok, and Twitch, yes. Twitch, and Twitch, 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 Twitch. Oh, God. <laughs> also that. Uh, and Twitch Doc. It's new. It's TikTok, uh, but for Twitch. Oh, no. <laughs> There's another? Oh, God. Um, that's at Al McClelland Jr. A-L-M-C-C-L-E-L-L-A-N-D-J-R. Good luck. You can find me on Hive and Twitch and Instagram at Mark B. Donica. How about you, Kevin? Uh, I think at this point, you know, I think it's just Tumblr. I think I think that's my my current stance. Like, find me on Tumblr, Molly Flood, Molly K Flood, depending on what you're looking for. There might be the occasional tweet. I highly doubt it. But if you want to find me on Twitter, it's T E H F L O O D. 
Um, but yeah, I think I think this is. I think I'm set in my ways, you guys. I think I'm just gonna. I politely ask people to come to me to Tumblr because I just mm. I. We're dating this episode, but like with all of the the current stuff going on, I just I think I've always been on Tumblr and I always will be. I'll die on Tumblr. Just find me there. <laughs> you, me, and Neil Gaiman. Yeah, exactly. That's all that there will be. Yeah, and <laughs> and then we'll make we'll make our own show. You, me, and Neil Gaiman. It's uh, my uh, my Molly, <laughs> my Gaiman, and me. <laughs> uh... Well, going along with how most movies in the One Piece world end, now that you've listened to the episode, you've joined our crew. With that comes the responsibility of telling your friends, leaving a comment, following us all over social media at Yayo Talk Show, and letting Caden watch the show and movies in One Piece. So come aboard and we'll see you next time on Yayo Talk Show. Talking about One Piece.